Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Ask the Chiropractor. We are here this morning to talk about growing pains. Um, talk about kids that all of a sudden have a big growth spurt. This was introduced to us as a question online, so I wanted to make sure that we address it today. So let's talk a little bit about kids and how they go through the growth spurts. And I'm going to talk about kids now pre-puberty. I'm not going to talk about kids that, you know, obviously when they hit puberty, um, the, the hormones make the biggest difference, right? But let's talk about kids like around like, I have a 10-year-old at home, and all of a sudden the other day she asked for more eggs than she ever asked for for breakfast. Or that kid that's um, really, really, um, this is a, not a lot of food, and maybe they're actually complaining about aches and pains at night too. That's that's a big thing too, right? Growing pains. So let's talk about that age group right now. Now, for qualifications, um, I'm a chiropractor here in Rockford, Illinois. I went to Palmer Chiropractic College, and then after graduation, a couple of years later, I injured my arm really bad. When I injured my arm really bad, my surgeon, who ironically had the same surgery I had six months before me, gave me the advice to go back to school and learn more. So I went back to school and I studied a lot more on pediatrics, chiropractic, and taking care of pregnant women. So I took some advanced classes on this stuff. And this has kind of become an area of focus of me since I have four kids of my own. You know, if, um, if I was involved in a lot of whiplash and had a lot of whiplash cases, come in, I'd probably become a whiplash expert. Uh, but instead of my office here, I have a lot of children that come in. I have a lot of children at home. So I kind of became more of an expert on working with kids. So let's talk about this stuff. Um, the first thing is when you have a kid that's um, that age and they're going through what you consider to be a growth spurt, what, what that's brought on to largely is actually genetics and nutrition. So um, based on what mom and dad had, their growth spurts is a huge part. And also based on the nutrition factors, because you have to have both of them that trigger this growth spurt to happen. They have to be at a certain age genetically in, in the family. Like I said, like mom or dad had their growth spurt. But if they lack the nutrition, the growth spurt will not happen. So it's very, very important to watch that nutrition. Um, lots of protein, lots of good vegetables and stuff like that. Make sure they're up on it. Because if their bodies aren't, then the growth will get slowed down. The growth spurt won't occur like it should. So these are very, very important. And again, once you hit puberty, it's all hormonal related then. Okay? And the teenager kids, uh, you're on your own. Starting um, to just having fun. Um, so let's talk also about the, the pituitary gland has a lot to do with this too. That's that's going to regulate the growth spurts. Um, so your pituitary gland doing right, genetics programs that when to dump these chemicals out to help the body to start to grow. So these are the things we want to look for. Now, how do you know when one of your kids is going through a growth spurt? Well, we talked about the one thing. We talked about the way they eat a lot more. All of a sudden, they're eating twice as big a breakfast, they're eating twice as much as lunch. Uh, they come home and their lunchbox no longer has half their lunch left behind. It's all been eaten. And as soon as they get home, they want to hit the fridge or hit the other, hit more food. And they just want to eat, eat, eat. That's because they need that nutrition to grow. So you'll see that happen. Another thing you'll see happen is during the growth spurt, this takes a lot of energy and a lot of, um, a lot of cellular activity. So what you'll see is these kids all of a sudden really start going into deep sleeps. Their sleep quality goes way up. They're sleeping a lot better than they normally have. Uh, sleep overall is greatly, greatly improved. So these are things that we see. Um, the other thing that we'll see too is that they crash hard. You know, the kids, you know, kids can just crash all of a sudden, just be done, be tired, be exhausted, just just, just zonk right out. Um, this is the ones that don't fight to go to bed. You know, once they, once they hit that time, they're just done. So you'll see not only increased hunger, you'll see uh, deeper sleep, but you also see them crashing a lot more regularly. So these are kind of clues that were coming up on a growth spurt. Now, during growth spurts, 
one of the areas that we want to focus on is what they call fine skill movement versus um, gross movement when it comes to coordination and learning how to do things. When you're going through a growth spurt, trying to learn five motions, a really, really bad time to do that. Um, like fine skills, like, you know, the hand-eye stuff, but gross movement's great, like running and jumping. That kind of stuff should keep going on. But those fine ones are not there because, you know, as chiropractors, we always talk about balance. And when the spine's growing, going through growth spurt, what we see is that maybe one side will take off faster than the other side. Maybe we'll have a, like a little bit of growth in the right leg, but not the left leg. And this will cause muscle imbalance and the muscle imbalance causes pelvic instability and that could change things. So a lot of people, when their kids are going through growth spurts, they come in and get an extra check by the chiropractor. Now, what's an extra check by the chiropractor? What's that all about? Well, that's where we measure your leg length. That's where we measure to see how you're growing and make sure that you're growing straight. You know, if you lay you down and your shoulders are lined up, your, 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 your head's looking pretty, you know, straight on top of the shoulders and your feet length are pretty good. You know, then we kind of tell you, hey, this kid's growing the way they're supposed to be growing. If we lay them down and we have a discrepancy in the leg length, like a gross discrepancy in the leg length, and I, and I want you to understand that what a discrepancy in the leg length looks like, because you can lay anybody down and manipulate it to make it look like there's a short or long leg. What we do is we we measure the feet. We see which one's long on the left leg or the right leg. And then what we do is we bend the knees. And when we bend the knees, whatever one was longer should shift to the other side or level off. That's when we know we have a leg length discrepancy. It's not just simply laying them down and looking at them. There's ways that we bend the knees to rule out. Maybe the kids scooted on the table funny or, or inched themselves up irregularly just to make sure that there actually is a true discrepancy to leg length. And when we see that, we know there's either something in the lower back, maybe even something in the neck area, or possibly in the pelvic spine that needs to get adjusted. And by adjusting those and keeping in balance, we kind of help the kid grow more balanced, get the kids stay more equal. And we also kind of motivate this, this, everything to grow to happen at the same time so that way, when they get done and they hit puberty, they're, they're, they're starting off at a you know, level platform, if that makes sense. They want to start off at ground zero so they can grow up nice and straight. If they start to have irregular growth patterns on the left and right side, it causes the spine to rotate. There's nerves in there. Those nerves get pinched. The pinched nerves that go to the other muscles. The other muscles then can suffer. So it's very important to us that the kids grow in a nice, equal, balanced rate. And that's what we look for when we're doing the leg length discrepancies. And also the shoulder heights, right? So if a kid's laying there, they have a high shoulder on one side, a lower shoulder on the other side, then we suspect something's going on between the spine. You know, the number one reason why kids get a little pain between their shoulder blades that I have found in my clinical practice is the fact that they have a best friend that sits behind them. And all day long, they turn at school to talk to them and they hit that spot in their spine. So those are the kind of things that we look for during growth spurts and growth activity, just to make sure the kids are growing up the way they're supposed to be growing. Um, so that's the things we look for. So if you have a child at home that's complaining of, of, of you know, you know, so they're growing a lot all of a sudden, it's a great time to come in and get checked by your chiropractor. Let's talk about growth pains now. So the kid says, oh, my legs hurt, my knees hurt, or this hurts, or this hurts um, during a growth spurt. Um, what, what is that? Well, there's sometimes risk to me breaking in the, in the growth. Sometimes the left side grows faster than the right, or the right side grows faster than the left. So as chiropractors, we look at them, we give them an adjustment, we help balance them out to help regulate that growth spurt. I mean, imagine wearing a hiking boot on one side, a slipper on the other side, and tell me you don't get lower back or knee issues. That's just kind of how the body works. So as chiropractors, we worked on balancing that out. Another thing that helps with growing pains, this is something I learned from my pediatric class many, many years ago. Um, I learned this from an old chiropractor who lives up in the Northwoods of Canada, kind of like where you have to be like a one-shop shop for everything. And what he taught us was, it's kind of unique. 
he taught us to use flat tonic water, get tonic water, open it up, let the carbonation go away, and then serve a coffee cup of that and drink that at night before they go to bed. You see inside the tonic water, there's a chemical called quinide. And the quinide is helps the muscles relax and helps, helps the tensions go away. Um, so what you do is you get a thing of tonic water, you open it up, you let it go flat, pour a coffee cup of that and drink that at night before you go to bed. That helps with the muscle aches and the muscle cramps. This also helps with like restless leg syndrome and stuff like that for the adults. Uh, it can be cold, but it just has to be flat. So make sure you let it go completely flat before you serve it. So that's one of the other little tips that we do. Um, and obviously, like I said, make sure that we're eating good. You know, and I read the book by Dr. Ben Lerner called Body by God. Um, the diet was pretty simple. In, in the mornings, it should be mostly carbs, like oatmeal and some fresh berries and fruits that are seasonal. Lunch should be mostly vegetables because at lunchtime, our body is running on all cylinders. So we should be, that's the time we should maximize our mineral and vitamin absorption. And that's what vegetables have. And at night, we need to heal, grow, right? So grow. So at night, we need to think about proteins. That's when we need our proteins to help our bodies grow and heal at night. And then you can carry a little bit over to each meal. So you can have some protein or some eggs with your breakfast. You can have some berries in your salad. You can move some of the carbs over to lunch. And then at lunch, you know, that's the vegetables. That's when we're eating our maximum thing. You can carry some greens over to eat with your protein. You can have some, um, I don't know, uh, Brussels sprouts with your chicken. Therefore, you have both of them. So it's okay to carry a little bit over to the next meal. Um, that would be the that would be an ideal diet to have for children as they're growing, especially to make sure they get their, their mineral contents from their vitamins on lunch with their, with their greens and then their protein at night so their bodies can heal, especially as they're growing. They definitely need to grow. They definitely need that protein then. And, and then the last but, but not least in the morning, they need that energy. So give them those carbs in the morning. I'm not talking about like a big bowl of sugar cereal or stuff like that. I'm talking about like oatmeal, um, stuff like that. That's good and natural. So there you have it, growing pains, growth spurts, and stuff like that. This was a question that was emailed to us uh, from to our, to our website to ask us these questions about growing pains for a child they were having at home. She's seven years old, playing growing pains. First, mom and dad says, that's a real thing. Yes, it's a real thing. And second, what can we do to make it better, help her along? Or how do we know when they're coming? So hopefully I answered that. How do you know when they're coming? You'll see uh, increased eating, much deeper sleep, and then the kids are crash a lot. And then uh, what causes it? It's basically hormonal, or excuse me, genetics, genetics at this age, and also nutrients. So if they're eating good, healthy food, you'll see that too. Um, so, and then again, when they get older, you'll see that it's more about hormonal for growth stages. And um, you should be able to pick those things up pretty easy in your teenagers. Um, so I hope that answers your question. And I gave you a couple of tricks there what to do. You know, you obviously get adjusted, stretch it out. Again, during a growth spurt, trying to learn fine skills, fine motor skills is not the best time. Gross motor skills is great, you know, jumping up and down, running, stuff like that. But to do fine motor skills at that time, to try to, um, if your kid's a pitcher and you want to critique your pitching at this point, this would be a bad time. This would be the time to work on their energy and their running and stuff like that instead. Um, so there you have it. Growth spurts, they are real. They do happen. Uh, it's caused by genetics and nutrients. So make sure you're eating good and make sure you got a good gene pool, right? <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope that answered your question. If you have a question you'd like to see us answer, a question that you would like to ask the chiropractor, remember, if you have a question for a chiropractor, ask a chiropractor. Don't ask a medical doctor, a dentist, an optometrist, or anybody else. Ask a chiropractor. I'm always happy to answer your questions here the best I can. Feel free to leave a comment below, direct message us, email us, find us at rockfordc.com. 
and we'll be happy to answer your questions for you. Other than that, have fun. Talk to you real soon.